Hi guys, just wanted to jump on before you get started with the podcast to apologize for that popping sound in the very beginning. It does stop after about three, three and a half minutes. So if you want to jump ahead, please feel free to go do so. We just sort of do our intro and chat. Um, but thank you again so much for listening and enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening to our sixth episode of It Is That Hard. I am Kelly. That is Sheridan. Hello. <laughs> and, you know, life's hard. Life is hard. Yeah. Um, it's rainy today. It was hard to get up a little bit, which we're going to talk about in today's episode, because yeah. this episode is for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about how hard how hard birds are. I guess that's our topic. But, like, coexisting yes. with birds, yes. I think, is, like, what is hard there. Um going to talk about being an early bird and how hard that is mm-hmm. um and exercising which i don't have a good bird pun for but no. if you think of one <laughs> dms because i always like a good pun <laughs> yeah we're sort of sort of all over the place this week but there's just things that have grinded my gears and yeah i just you know needed to get it off my chest so that's why we're going for this one but and before we get into that we want to hear from you guys what did you find that hard this week what what did you stop and say like no this is that hard because i'll say for myself um we're recording on sunday and this past weekend my husband has been away and a lot of things have been hard because i it is much easier living in a partnership and having two people to tend to things taking Mm -hmm. care of the dog taking care of the house um, I didn't even tell you this, Kelly, when you first arrived, but part of my roof blew off in the, in the windstorm wind? the other day. That wind, I swear. <laughs> well, first of all, I begged for my roof to get off so insurance can redo my roof because it needs to be redone. But that, I swear, if I like didn't have my windows open, thank God it was warm out, that it would have blown my windows in. It was so bad. It was really windy. And my neighbor texted me um, and was like, sorry to tell you, but the gable of your roof blew off. I... I don't know what it's actually called. We determined <laughs> that gable was not the right term, but it's on the flat side of the house, like right under the roof. Like it kind it's of frames it. the roof, maybe. Maybe. Um, it was just like a thin metal piece that just like came off, was just hanging, floating in the wind. I never walked to that side of the house either because when I walk the dog, I go the opposite direction. So I wouldn't even have known if he didn't yeah. tell me. Um, so... But my husband wasn't home, and my husband, like, literally lies awake at night worrying that our house is going to fall apart. I do, too. So I'm like, this is the worst while he's away, and he's doing stressful stuff. Like, he's not on vacation or anything. So, but I took care of it, and it was hard uh, by calling lots of people (laughs) to help me. (laughs) So my neighbor and I borrowed our other neighbor's super tall ladder, and he climbed up and hammered back in this thing. But when he got up there, he realized, like, it was also bent and mangled. Mm-hmm. It took off a few roof shingles, so it oh, wasn't, like, yeah. waterproof. Um, So we have a contractor that we've used at our house for pretty much everything we've done here. Um, shout out to Isaac. And I forget <laughs> his business name right now because it changed the other day. But um, he's great if you need a wreck. He is. Um, but uh, so I texted him yesterday morning, and I was like, this is a long shot, but are you free today? Like, I had this thing happen, and Tom's not home. And he was, and he made it He made it work. So um, Tom, my husband, doesn't even know about this yet. I'm going to tell him about it. i be like, good job, home. Sheridan. I know. I wanted to take care of it without stressing him out because he couldn't do anything. Um, but yeah, Isaac That's came good. over. He had to bring his two kids. That was the only thing. So I ended up like... Which was fine. They're fine. Isaac's cool. He brought another guy he works with. Um, mm-hmm. And they got it done. It wasn't like 
that big a thing, but it totally changed my day because then I was like sitting outside with them. I got sunburned. (laughs) Like basically my whole day yesterday became dealing with that. And homeownership is that's a whole thing. The mm. And doing it on your own is a lot. So I commend yeah. you because most of the time you've been in your house by yourself. All my and that's a lot of work. Is by myself. Uh, like Jeff's there for moral support 99% of the time, but it's my house. I own mm-hmm. it. So I like do everything. So I usually just call my mom. My friend Ryan, who I went to high school with, is now a plumber. So I've had multiple plumbing issues and <laughs> he gets he's been a lifesaver so many times. So it, it takes a village, man. Having yeah. that like Rolodex or whatever you call it these days. Oh, so old. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I These mean. These younger people will listen and be like, what the hell's a roll of death? Just Google it. It'll make sense. No, I, uh, so a couple weeks ago, I pricked my finger and like sent out my blood to, I, you, everyone's probably seen ads to, I think it's called Everly Well. Oh, yeah. And you can like get tested for different things. And I did a food, the, like the lowest tier food sensitivity test. Uh-huh. Um, so it came back with, let me pull up the, uh, email um i'm nervous i don't want to know what foods it tells me not to eat (laughs) so i'm like mixed on the system itself because i've heard mixed results on it that it's like cool but like maybe not as thorough as you want it to be because um i know like myself personally i haven't been tested by other professionals but i know that i'm like allergic to like almonds uh-huh. Um, everyone knows I'm allergic to like avocado, like bananas get me sometimes. Everyone knows that. So if you didn't, you're not everyone. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, no, they like, I'm, I know that I have sensitivity to like some things, but the, I'm not, I don't have anything more reactionary than a mild reaction. Okay. But the ones they told me were black tea, which huh. I drink black iced tea all the time and don't have any reaction to it. Cow's milk, which... I was guessing that that was going to be in there because whenever I eat too much cheese or, you know, ice cream, yogurt, that kind of stuff, my stomach just starts to bother me. And like most people in the world are sensitive to Yeah, I have a mild milk. reaction probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. So egg white, huh. which I, don't, I, I usually eat the whole egg, so I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, eggplant. Okay. Nightshades. A lot of people True. have that okay. as a thing. Mozzarella and yogurt. Bummer. Mozzarella specifically? Yes, which (laughs) makes sense, though, because we were at my brother's or my mom's birthday party, family party the other day, and she just had a bowl of mozzarella, and I ate a lot, and afterwards I was like, I am so unwell. Well, I mean, if anyone (laughs) eats a a lot lot of mozzarella, then they're not going to feel great. (laughs) But, yeah, they were all super, like, mild sensitivities, but, like, like I said, like, they tested for almonds, but that wasn't on there, and I don't know if maybe I'm allergic to, like, what do they use pesticides on plants like yeah to, you know to and like or preservatives for to keep like them fresher in grocery stores so i don't yeah. know if i'm allergic to that stuff and i just need to like thoroughly wash things but well, the only way you're gonna find out is to grow an almond tree <laughs> and to have your own organic like if we fresh raised almonds. <laughs> i know so i mean i really should go to an hour just because i know i'm allergic to like the outdoors in general yes. around this time <laughs> um and cats i'm definitely allergic to cats but... i'm allergic to cats I but. used to make a joke whenever the doctors would ask, like, are you allergic to any medicines? And I would say, just cats. <laughs> it's not a very and they good were joke. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, but no, so I'm going to, like, try it. I mean, I try to avoid, like, cow's milk. I don't drink milk in general. I, I think that's gross. Um, yeah. But I, I usually have almond milk or oat milk in the house. Right. So I'm just going to try to, like, avoid yogurt. I'm going to stick with, like, almond and oat milk. Try yeah. not to, like, but then there's down cheese. some mozzarella. 
I know, which my <laughs> whole plan of going to Italy was to just go to Italy and eat all of the cheese. Hey, so whatever. You know, There's like buffalo cheese. I'll be fine. It's fine. And even if it's hard to digest, that doesn't mean yeah, we don't I will eat it. suck it up <laughs> and survive. But also, while Tom was away, I definitely did not avoid junk food because that's just what you do when your significant other's away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, also, if you guys hear uh, Tigger in the background, he is just chatting away since Tom's not here to distract them. So yeah, normally if you he's hear our him, babysitter. Just drop a hi in our in our Instagram forum. But speaking of annoying animals, don't even. <laughs> let's talk about birds. If for those of you who are friends with me and I talk to on a regular basis, you know that my anger towards birds. It is great through, is literally through the roof yeah like they will go through my roof <laughs> <laughs> they i hate so, i live in a small town that's sort of city like you know it has a bunch of row homes couple like single family homes kind of things mm-hmm. and those city birds those little chirpy that's actually what they're called right i, I think they're i think they actually have a real name but oh. <laughs> if you google city birds it will bring it up that's what, that, okay. that's what brings up they just chirp and they run in packs, so it's like not just one of them chirping; it's like seventy-five of them chirping. And this time of year, too, they're extra chirpy. Exactly. So the winter, they're they're typically gone, but this time of the year, I have this bush on the side of my house that's like right off my patio. It's like a bigger, long kind of thing, and it's like my bedroom window is right underneath. So they like go there every morning and just chirp at each other. <laughs> and everyone so- makes fun of me that I'm an old lady, but they are so annoying i mean some people do like that that's literally out of a disney movie that you have like pretty chirping birds outside of your window (laughs) so i went like yesterday i was at jeff's parents house which is out in like a little more rural of an area not Mm -hmm. that rural it's just like it's not a city yeah and it was there were birds chirping but it was like peaceful like it was them (laughs) like singing there's no nice suburban other. birds <laughs> not chirping at each other. And it just, they're driving me nuts. I have them, those city birds, and I have starlings, which are those blackbirds, which are actually pretty. Like if you look at uh-huh. them, they have a lot of color, but they are super invasive. Okay. And they are were, they the ones that try to break into your house? Yes. So they were getting in like right where my roof meets my chimney. Okay. So they kept going in there and would like weasel their way out and in and out and were so loud. Um, but the city birds are doing the same thing now. So I have like a little corner of my siding that's broken and they uh, keep going in the wall in between my wall and siding. I know. Thank God I got my roof fixed quickly. Otherwise yes. I might've had some birds in there cause exactly. they've been eyeing up nest areas recently. Exactly. So last year I had Terminex come out. They totally like re-insulated my attic, mm-hmm. made sure that like there was no bugs. They said they removed like old bee, bee size and stuff like that from there, but try- they tried to like seal off all the holes and stuff. Yeah. So... Hopefully they can't get in my attic, but clearly they can get in between my siding and wall. So I bought bird spikes. <laughs> it's so evil sounding. Like when you see them <laughs> down the shore, those spikes on the roofs. I have that now in front of that little hole. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I understand that in terms of keeping them from getting into your house. I think it's a little aggressive when people just don't want birds like landing on their house. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> birds like, gotta sit I somewhere. Know, I know, and I, I, I get it. Like, I, I have tried to be so much more quiet, but like, uh, it, but when they keep trying to get in my house, yeah. it's just getting so frustrating. No, that's that's a little different because 
you know, then they could cause damage and it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, so I mean, I put a piece of tape over it until a spice game, but the spice game this week. So then I'm like, it's right under my one side bedroom window. You're definitely gonna have to share pictures. So, <laughs> so I was like hanging out of my bedroom window trying to like clean the little ledge and like stick the spikes on. And then I live across the street from a funeral or a funeral home and there's like a <laughs> funeral going on and Ugh. apparently it was like someone from the township who was pretty popular and there were people I knew <laughs> hanging out in the parking lot and I'm hanging out the window <laughs> trying oh, to put man. I just looked like a hot ass mess it was so embarrassing but what an event I know the spikes yeah. are there and they survived the wind so which well, I was surprised good. about yeah you don't want those spikes like flying off in the wind like into the guests of the I funeral know. home what I a know. weird day that would be <laughs> <laughs> but no they they are good. So I mean, I mean, the spikes have stayed. Um. The birds are weird. I mean, I, I don't have the same feelings towards birds that you do, but I certainly have had some challenging interactions with birds. Um, speaking of birds, like getting into your house last year, uh, you would remember and anyone who follows me on Instagram might remember when I was like, sitting in my backyard having a beautiful like spring afternoon. And it was super cute. I saw birds like going into our garden that we hadn't planted yet and just taking out like little twigs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I think this is the same bird that keeps coming back. Cause I always wonder like, do I ever see the same bird twice? Yeah, like that's how, a good would question. I, how would I know? But this time I was like, no, they keep coming back and going somewhere. And then I realized I started like really watching them and I was like, well, where are they going? Cause they're clearly building a nest mm -hmm. and and that's beautiful. And it's springtime, this is so <laughs> nice. And then I looked and they were actually flying across our yard up to our neighbor's house into her second floor window that was open a crack and i was like oh oh no. <laughs> that's my nightmare at first i was like kind of laughing about it i was like oh that's silly but i was like oh wait that's really problematic yeah. like because if they lay their eggs in there like what do you do then do you yeah. just like do you relocate it is that safe like i don't know I and you don't want to be it. the one that like you know, it does something to the poor little bird eggs. I mean, um, well, maybe you don't care, but <laughs> <laughs> some people do. Uh, I just don't know. So I was like, oh my God, like, what do I do now? And I went over and tried knocking and my neighbor's very nice, but pretty private. So I tried knocking and I don't know if I didn't knock loud enough, but she wasn't answering. And I was like, I put a note on her door, but I was like, oh, I don't like, it's a weekend. I don't even know like yeah. when she might see it. And like, how quickly does a bird lay an egg after it starts building a nest? Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a biologist. <laughs> so eventually I like went back through a million text messages until I like, I didn't have her phone number saved, but I had it somewhere. So I texted her and like, we got in touch really quickly. And I was like, uh, I think there are some birds <laughs> building a nest in your second floor. I would floor. have wrapped my pants walking in that room and being like, she was holy shit. <laughs> she was really upset. I mean, she did. She got it out before they had finished building the nest, so there were no eggs. But she just felt really bad, yeah. and I felt really bad too because I was like, I hate giving someone like bad news. Like when my neighbor had to tell me about my roof, yeah. you know, you just like you hate being that person, even though you know you have to. It's better to give a heads up sooner yep. than later. Um, but then I, then I was still sitting out there because like this all happened within like thirty minutes. It wasn't a, an extended thing. Um, so I was watching and then the poor birds like kept going back yeah. and the window was closed and I was like, I'm so sorry guys, but you can't <laughs> build your nest there. It was very good effort, like smart try, but yeah. like it's yeah. not happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, I think my top birds that I can't stand are like the city <laughs> birds, the starlings, which I clearly have mentioned. I really don't like turkeys. 
just because they're so big and I've seen them chase people and it's scary. They are big. And we have wild turkeys around yeah. here. Like that's a thing. Yeah. I saw one right outside of my office window that we're sitting in right now, shortly after the pandemic Oh yeah, started. you were like, a turkey just ran by. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I'm also in a pretty like heavily populated area. So yeah. like we don't see a ton of animals besides squirrels and maybe rabbits. Um, but there's a park nearby, so I guess... And the, um, the Schuylkill River is pretty close. So maybe the turkeys live there. <laughs> I don't know. It was so weird. But because everyone was talking about like rewilding mm -hmm. because like animals. Yeah, were there's out. not as people out and about. Because yeah. in the beginning, like people were really staying home. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm, is this going to be a normal <laughs> thing? This is great. But... Well, you think of like the end of the world kind of movies when someone goes outside and like everything's overgrown. And there's deer in the middle of the cities and stuff like yeah. that. Like, that's what oh, was happening. You mean my dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. And then the last one I can't stand is geese, obviously. Yeah. I mean, they are, they, mm. Geese are a tough one. When they like, hiss at you and they're they big, <laughs> they're so fucking scary. They're really aggressive. Um, I was wondering, like, does everyone out there have a childhood goose attack story? Because I feel like they do. Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. I don't really remember it, but my cousin and I, when we were really little, got chased by like a pack of geese who were probably like nearly our size. Yeah. I mean, like they're big and they don't care. Like no. being an adult near them, they don't give a shit. No, like, they're, they're assholes. They're super mean. Especially um, if they're like eggs or like they laid something. Yeah. Uh, mm -mm, they are so, so mean. Have you ever been chased by a goose? Um, so <laughs> is that a weird when question? We were, no, no, it's not. When we were younger, we my mom used to take us to feed geese like at a local cemetery because that's where they used to just hang out and stuff. Uh -huh. So we would feed them, and my sister's been chasing. She hates birds, uh, like hates more them. than you. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I probably like three years ago now. Jeff and I went to the Philadelphia Zoo, and for anyone who's been there, they know that the geese always hang out at the food places because people will oh, feed yeah. them. Yeah, of course. So they were all over the place. And we're sitting at this table and they're like all around my feet. And I'm like having a panic attack <laughs> internally. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And one's like pecking at my, on my left side and Jeff's sitting on my right. And he's like pecking at my feet. And I was like, <laughs> babe, you need to move this goose. Like <laughs> you need to move him. And he's like, he's not even bothering you. He's not close to you. Cause he was looking at one behind me. And I was right. like, started crying. I was like, there's a goose by my left foot. It's gonna bite me. Like, <laughs> I was freaking out. And he was like, okay, okay. Like, we'll get up and move. And I was like, I can't move. <laughs> like, You're like frozen in fear. I was like 25 goose. crying in the zoo because of a damn <laughs> goose. But they are so scary. They're not nice. They're not, they're not nice. But I have to imagine that the geese at the food court are a little more pleasant than the hissing ones by their eggs. Because, like, don't they have to be nice to, like, look cute to no, get food? No, no. no. They I, are. I love it. I, uh, we also, but no, I, I appreciate geese. There's actually a really great episode of This American Life. Everything's, not every Thanksgiving, but they'll do a poultry slam where they do like just episodes about huh. birds. Um, and This American Life is fantastic. If you've never listened, it's a great radio show. And there's one about like a chef who makes foie gras, which mm -hmm. is like goose liver. And it's very controversial because they normally like, stuff the geese full of too much food to make them extra fat Fatty, but this yeah. guy doesn't do that and he just makes like a goose heaven where they just like live their best lives and happily gorge themselves and he talks about like how big these geese are and hard like, pass geese are even 
like they're already big, but he said they got like dinosaur sized. I want to go to this oh farm God, so bad. No. But when we, uh, my friend got married down at a beautiful arboretum uh, near Virginia Beach, kind of. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, like for the wedding, because I don't live there. So like I only saw it the day of her wedding. I was a bridesmaid and we were like helping get some last minute things set up. And some of the guests like of the arboretum, not the wedding, were like, be careful because the geese are like mating right now and they and they're are mean. they're aggressive. So we went to the wedding coordinator and we were like, um, there do seem to be geese, which also is really gross and we all know why. Yeah. Um, but we were like, there's geese like right by where people have to walk by to sit down, and people are telling us these geese are biting people. Yeah. And the wedding coordinator tried to totally brush us off. And I was like, no, like you need to get rid of these geese. I'm already in my freaking bridesmaid's yeah, dress. They need or that, I'd go chase them away. Geese, like, they need that dog the around. Police. Yeah, the geese. Geese police, that car that drives around. I think they have the dog that will like chase them away and Yeah, well it was really them. funny later because I was like, listen, lady, like who sits down first? Yeah. The old people. They are not gonna like fight off these geese if they did the geese were like where the wedding guests needed to yeah. be. So later we were like starting to take some like pictures before the wedding. And around the corner of the building, I saw like this wedding coordinator in her nice like suit you know, whatever, yeah. like shooing away the geese. And it was really funny, but I was like, yeah, because that's your job, lady. Like, yeah. get the geese out of yeah. here. Yeah, you're supposed you're to the make sure police. it's totally smooth the whole damn day. So yeah, ge- geese are a little much, even though I kind of like them, but they are, they they can be scary. And they I've definitely been hissed at by many a goose oh. before. Um, Swans are similar. They also have tongues and they're scary too. Swans are a they're lot big. scarier in person yeah. than they look in Disney They're like, movies. oh, they're so beautiful. And then they like attack no. you and you're like, okay, no yeah. thank you. Well, I mean, I haven't been attacked by a swan, but I would But not... I've seen people. Have you? Yeah, they're oh. ginormous. They are big. I We don't have many around here, so I don't see them as much, but I do see the geese. And I remember like at our old office, they would often lay eggs. They had to On like, the roof. On the roof, but also in the one, there's the a flower big pot. flower pot. Yeah, yeah. And I came up one day to go into you work. You couldn't go in the front entrance. I did because I'm not as scared of geese no. as you are. Uh-uh. I just gave them a wide berth. I was excited about it. I didn't want anyone to move the egg. I wanted to watch a beautiful act of nature. I did not. I did not. <laughs> nope, nope. But the birds are being extra right now. And my neighbor, my other neighbor, not the one with the birds in her roof, um, had been noting that she'd been having a moment with a cardinal recently. Like there's been a cardinal. Does she know anyone around? who's like passed? Because I feel I know, like that's the first. I feel like cardinals are people. That's the first thing I the thought episode. of. Yeah, if you're not aware, cardinals are sometimes thought to be like, uh, you know, with spirits or yeah, something spirits inhabiting and... from those that we've lost. Um, so that was the first thing I thought. Like, yeah. I don't know if I buy into it, but I was like, yeah, that's a thing. Um, but. She said she like made eye contact with it on her porch and the bird seemed like really surprised yeah. and like gave her a weird look and then flew away. Yeah. But now it's been like hanging out outside their house and I'm sure that it has a nest somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. But it was really funny because she was telling me about this cardinal that's been like stalking her and she she says she looks a little bit like a bird. I don't know if I would say <laughs> that because I don't know if it's a compliment, but she she is a, a thin little thing. So um, she's like, he thinks I'm a bird and he's trying to mate with me. And I'm like, that's super <laughs> I weird. I think it's more of a spirit than he thinks he's a bird. <laughs> but we, uh, they had a fire pit last night after my whole day with the roof. Um, so I was sitting outside with them and this cardinal was up in a tree chirping down at us like specifically trying totally to talk was. to you it was and I was like the birds are they're a little on edge lately yeah. so yeah now if 
if you don't like birds, now is definitely not the time for you because they are extra loud. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, they are protective of their nests. Yep. And the bigger they are, the scarier they are for sure. Because like the little birds, they just fly away and will, if you're near their nest, they'll just like chirp at you real mm -hmm. angrily. But like if it's a goose, like they're not having that. They I can't will. imagine like an ostrich. Oh my God. Oh, thank you. <laughs> An emu. They, there's been emus loose around here lately up in Collegeville running, oh, on the, that's right. running on 422 on the highway up there. Oh my God. I, Can you imagine? There's coyotes around here too. What if are. you saw like an emu and, and a coyote? <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you been pooped on by a seagull? No. Uh, it's good luck I, to be pooped on by a seagull. I have apparently. by a bird, but I think I was in New York, so I don't know what kind so of it was bird a pigeon. it was. Probably. <laughs> But I have had seagulls, like, try to steal all my french fries. Yeah, they're the worst, man. That's, like, another thing. If you live around here, then probably you've spent enough summers, like, at the Jersey Shore. And probably you've been attacked by a horde of 100%. seagulls when you're, like, a little kid and are, like, here, take one french fry. They'll take and then, the like, whole 50, sandwich out of your like... hand. They are, they are devils. Ocean City's had, like, hawks. They've hired a guy oh, to, I saw that. to be on the boardwalk with yes. hawks to keep the seagulls away because they're so ridiculous. I saw that. We went down for the day last year mm -hmm. and I saw the guy with the hawk. Yeah, we were it's like, cool. It is cool. Yeah. And I mean, I guess they just scare the seagulls away. It's mm -hmm. a shame. It's like, we just upset the natural order so much and then we have to go fix it. People suck. I mean, I, it's not the bird's fault. I know. It's, it's not the bird's fault. <laughs> seagulls are also like rats of the sky where they just want to eat your food. It's not like... <laughs> That's true. But my one of my favorite books as a kid was Jonathan Livingston Seagull, which older people, if there's any listening, will remember that because it was a very, very popular book in the 70s. But hmm. I wasn't alive, but I came into it because I was a little hippie kid. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. Kind of stuff. And that was all about a seagull that just he wanted he wanted more out of life than what the seagulls have. He wanted to fly like a falcon. You remember that? Do you remember that movie Fly Away Home? Uh, I don't think I saw that. Oh my god! I never see stuff, Kelly. You it was, see everything. <laughs> it was from like when we were little. It was he, like the girl, like I guess found baby geese or they uh -huh. got left behind or whatever. And they didn't know how to fly yet. Oh, so I remember that. So she created that. that like plane thing oh. and would, like run around with them and like do a little call and like try to get them to and flap their wings. And you watched and you were like, "This is terrible. Let I, them fend for themselves." Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it. No, but that that wow, what a throwback. I just remembered that. I know. So see there, I mean birds are birds are challenging to coexist with for sure, and they can be kind of jerks, but you know, they they're I mean cool. you like wit you you like bird board games, which okay. is very weird to me. But. Wing Wingspan is the <laughs> best board game for any board game enthusiasts or just people that enjoy I don't know anything in the world. <laughs> it is so much fun. We've been playing it. What do you do? Like, so, do you like guess the wingspan based off the photo? No. So everyone gets bird cards, and they all it they're very beautiful and they're very accurate and give you some facts about the birds, including their wingspan and mm -hmm. like how many eggs they normally lay. And basically, like the game, it's not really competitive against each other. You're trying to rack up points. Yeah. So there's like a bunch of different ways that you can gather points. Like how many eggs you have on the board at the end is like one way you get points. Mm -hmm. And like each bird has like feather points yeah. associated. So there's just, and they all have like different activation powers. So when, you, when you're playing, there's different ways to like, gain points and gain like strategy stuff yeah, through yeah, yeah. like what they do. Um, it's a lot of fun. I can't really summarize it very well because it is like 
there's a lot of rules. It takes a minute to get used to it. But after you've played it once or twice, you know it. You know yeah. how to play. Yeah. So if anyone listening wants to play Wingspan, let me know. I'm vaccinated now. We can we set can this play. up outside. <laughs> they even have like a Stitch Twitch, which is the one that lets you play games Twitch, online. I think. Yeah. I think those. it's Twitch. You can play it on one of those. So it's available online too. So shout out Wingspan. Um, Wingspan, if you ever need any ambassadors, I'm here for you. Yeah. I can talk it up way better. We'll post uh, a we photo on our time. Instagram so you guys know which one it is. And Absolutely will. <laughs> so recording on a Sunday... <laughs> 11 o'clock is pretty early for me Sheridan I know it's not for you <laughs> you're not you're not an early bird Kelly no, no. waking <laughs> up early I I can wake up very easily early but mm-hmm. I don't like waking up early what does waking up early mean to you like what do you where do you consider like early like 637 okay like I can wake up and be wide awake and be perfectly fine but if I don't have to like I'm, I'm going to wake up around that time naturally, but I'm going to fall in and out of sleep until like 11. Usually. 11? You stay in bed till 11? Sometimes. I mean, now during daylight savings, it's, it's, I, yeah. I feel like I just stay in bed later, but. Yeah. I was wondering like, uh, to our listeners as well. And to you, like, has it been harder, like waking up early because we lost an hour? Or so everything like we're still, we're still adjusting a little bit, you know, it takes we got a lot of rhythms in our yeah. body that don't adjust as easily as we want it them to. It sort of works out for me because, like, I kept waking up too early for my alarm. So I kept waking up at, like, 6 instead of 6.30. So now instead of waking up at, like, 6.30, I'm waking up at, like, 7. Yeah. So it, like, it works out for me that, like, my body's always on, like, this time, apparently. Do you usually get up before the sun is up? Like, is it light when you wake up? Um... In the winter, yes. Uh, in the <laughs> summer, no. Like, the sun will be up. So I've gotten, like, really, really darkening shades. Because my room is, like, black now when I wake up oh, all the time. Oh, my gosh. Which is, like... And I do like waking up with the sun. But, like, I like doing that, like, on vacation. Like, yeah. that way I can, like, get up and enjoy the day. And then you can nap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, but when I'm at home, I'm like, no, I want the darkness and I don't want to get up. <laughs> so I, I am an early bird. I admit, I love being up early i love to be up before the sun like it feels to me like bonus time Mm -hmm. when i'm up before the sun so not even like i'm i'm not even necessarily as productive as i'd like to be it's not like i get up and like go exercise every day which we will talk about more because that is hard to do but like i just enjoy waking up early and being up while it's still like quiet out maybe part of that is living on a main road and Mm -hmm. i've lived on main roads on almost every house I've had as an adult. I grew up in like a regular neighborhood, um, so it wasn't that busy, but every place I've lived as an adult has been a pretty main road. So it's just like really nice to be up and like walk the dog and stuff while there's like no traffic. It feels really like magical to me to have that little time. See, it's harder, it's definitely harder for me to stay up late than it is for me to wake up early. See, my problem is I will do both. Yeah, I I know so many people will do that. No, like if once it hits ten o'clock in the afternoon or ten o'clock at night, I am out. Like I, my body for Kelly be talking right now. It is my body just like knows it's time for bed. Like my clock is just so set for that. Yeah. So like I, 
I, I cannot stay up late. And it, I mean, it does suck because like when I'm out and about with like friends or if they do invite me out, like I'm like, okay, I'm really over this when it hits 10 o'clock. <laughs> but no, obviously no one does anything in the morning. So it's like I can wake up and be ready to go for a trip in the morning and have no problem and so, be totally ready. But So I don't have kids yet. And that's not dropping a hint. I don't have kids. <laughs> um, but a lot of my friends do. And it is awesome because now all my friends who used to sleep in late, they're up early so like and they're busy with their kids so it's not like we can always do things like first thing in the morning but they are always down for Mm -hmm. like early meetups and i love it because they're like oh yeah you want to go to the park at like nine i'm like yeah i want to go to the park at like nine because i'm up on the weekends like my sleeping in on the weekends is probably not really later than seven unless I slept, unless I stayed up really late the yeah. night before. Like I might sleep a little later than that if I was up super late or like had a super long day. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, if I go to bed by like 11 midnight, then I'm up by seven. I'm probably up earlier, but just like kind of roll around in yeah. bed. Yeah. I'm a big snoozer. So even though I like getting up early, doesn't mean it's not hard. So I <laughs> never used to snooze. Like I'm the kind of person who like my alarm goes up goes off i'm up mm-hmm. get, getting ready for my day or whatever and i don't even do anything get ready for my day when we worked i used to just get up like go brush my teeth put on clothes and leave to go to work like yeah <laughs> I, I, I did nothing else in the morning it was it was i was awake for like 10 minutes before i was on my way to work um but i don't remember what i was saying that you snooze now and now i snooze <laughs> yeah is that a pandemic change yes <laughs> yeah because like now I'm what's like, the rush exactly i'm like okay i have to rush to get to my couch right and even when i get to my couch i lay on my couch for like a good 45 minutes before i like get in a comfortable spot to work for the rest of the day like with my laptop open i'm still working but i'm like laying on the couch with right it. so like here's a question so kelly and i as you know work together and when we were actually in the office we would both be like some of the first people in the office like get in a good hour yeah. often before like the majority of people came in so if you're not such a morning person why'd you always come in so early because i'd rather get out <laughs> early yeah like i'd rather work i'm like like i said i can wake up early and be awake so right. like i'd rather wake up early get there at 7 30 and be out by 4 30 then i hate being at work in the afternoon, especially in the summer when I it's know. so nice out. I'm like, I hate sitting here until 6 p.m. when it's like 85 degrees out and I could go for a walk. I can make myself a good dinner. I can go out with friends if I want to. Like, I, I like having that extra time in the afternoon, which like is I just think the whole work system's absurd that like they expect people to work till 6 p.m. Oh, I know. I was wondering like to myself, like, why, why do we all seem to need to be on a certain schedule. And I was like, oh, capitalism. It ruins everything. They want us to just all be doing the same thing, like at the same time. And I agree. I'm totally with you. Like, and I like being up early. We, we both used to work at a different office too, which had some different shifts. And my first shift there was actually 10 to 630, which I liked every day except Friday. Friday. Yeah, I used to work 11 to 7.30. And it wasn't bad because I do get up early. So when I wasn't going in until like 10, that actually meant I could do a lot in the morning because I could get up and It was good. You could do a doctor's appointment if you needed to. Yeah, so that worked out nicely. I was just like, can I just not do this on Fridays? Like Monday through Thursday, fine. I'll come home late because I'll take care of literally everything in the morning Mm -hmm. and come home and just eat dinner and chill. But... On Friday, like, I don't want to get out of the 6.30. Well, it sucked, yeah, because I was, like, especially... (laughs) 
during that time it was like right out at right out of college for me so like right all my yeah. friends were like living in the city and still going out and doing things so i worked exactly. 11 to 7 30 and on fridays everyone would go to happy hour in the city or go to city sips and i was like i, I can't do that like i it sucked i know yeah no i'm the same way i would much rather and even though i actually think i work out better if i have that time in the morning i'd still i'd just rather get home earlier i like not having to sit in rush hour traffic traffic around us sucks so even though we both live pretty close to our office like it'll take me 30 minutes to get there when if i went right now with no traffic it would be like eight minutes mm -hmm. and that just drives me crazy Same. i'm like what a waste of time Same. i don't know how people like sit in traffic for an hour out of their day and don't I, know. Know, I like being in the car you know that's sort of like a chill time for me so i like that but you too just not when it's bumper to bumper yeah, traffic like, I, I, just, I don't even understand i cannot think of living i mean the furthest i would live out is probably like 20 minutes and that can even turn into an hour sometimes oh i know during rush hour so I know. So that's why that's the same reasons why I like to go in early. And yeah. I like being there before everyone again. Same, it's, just it's quiet. Like, it's I, good. I love that quiet time. Like, and I know, and I'm a morning person, like brain wise too. So like, I know some people, they stay later for the same reason. They're mm -hmm. like that last hour or two when people are filtering out is when I can no. really get stuff done. And I'm like, no, I am like, I won't even write certain emails or do certain tasks past a certain point in the day if I can help it because like i'm just so fried and i'll go back and look at what i did the next day and be like oh i wish i hadn't said that yeah yeah no <laughs> I, was a I snippy there <laughs> between i can work really well from like 7 30 in the morning until like 2 30. right once it hits 2 30 from like 2 to 4 30 my day stops it goes super slow but honestly that's when a lot of my stuff picks up because as we've discussed before my you work facilities i work with are on yeah are like in texas to california so they're everyone's a couple of hours behind right. us that's frustrating so all of my meetings are usually in the afternoon and sometimes i'm like i have no idea what i just said oh see i'd rather do meetings in the afternoon because i can always talk through stuff but i don't always want to put i don't always want to commit things to writing, writing yeah where people can reference yeah. it again i'm like if i say something dumb on a call I, it's fine as I'll much as i it. get scheduled like i pretty much get all my stuff scheduled in the morning when i when, like for work like it's, yeah i i just need to get everything done but my brain is very much in a routine of time for sure and i know that yeah. like they say that's like good for your health and stuff like that but it also sort of sucks for like personal life when i'm like tired at 10 a.m i mean 10 p.m but yeah last night when i was sitting with my neighbors at the fire pit it was like 7 30 and i was like i think i'm gonna go home uh i realized this morning i got super sunburned sitting outside oh, yeah. and that always makes me tired so i'm like okay i don't feel as lame as i thought i did being ready for bed at like eight o'clock on a saturday yeah, yeah but uh yeah no getting up i mean and even that like even though like we both kind of like the morning and can like jump right into it which i'm the same you know i can i can kind of just jump into stuff um it's still it's still hard because like i hit snooze a million times i love my bed mm -hmm. i wake up and i'm just like oh my gosh my dog is here and my husband is here like why would i want to leave yeah. this is wonderful especially in the winter i always like, joke i'm like my dreams are so much better than my real life anyway so i'd rather <laughs> be sleeping <laughs> but is it do you find it hard so has your routine, you said it has changed a little bit from the pandemic. Has it been like 
drastic or have you like intentionally tried to keep it more or less the same? No, I definitely have tried to keep it the same. I mean, the only thing that's really different is like just not going into the office. Yeah. But it's so much nicer being home because then I can do other shit. Like I can, yeah. if I need to run to the grocery store, I can. Um, if I need to do, throw in laundry, I can clean my house during a meeting. If I'm listening to someone like talk about something, yeah, it's just, it's made my life so much more productive. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, my schedule's pretty much the same. Like I still wake up. It's just, instead of that 10 minutes of me driving to work, it's like the 10 minutes of me snoozing. And then I just go downstairs yeah. and start working, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Did you, have you always been able to like wake up early? Has that always been like, or yeah. like in college or high school? Like I had friends who would sleep until like, two or no, three that's in my high sister. school or college my stuff. sister does that my sister and my brother are very much not waking up in the morning like my mom i never understood like, that my mom has threatened to like throw water on my sister like in high <laughs> school because she would knock it out of bed my mom would just like open my door and i would just get up and i mean my parents would get go. mad at me that i wouldn't wake up also but that was at like six o'clock in the morning no because i was being late for the bus not not on the weekend i'd be yeah. up like no not the weekend time. my sister would literally sleep until probably like 3 30 on the weekend That's she even does that now like she like came over the other day because she was bored and she was like yeah i didn't get out of bed till two and i was like what you are 31 years old what do you mean so is she like a super night owl like yeah. is that when she's productive yeah. like will she get up and not really do anything in the first half of her day and then like at night Mm -hmm. That's when she does mm -hmm. like all mm -hmm. her stuff. Yep. Everyone in my family pretty much huh. is I don't get more that. night me, me either at all. I <laughs> I no, I, I can't, can't relate at all. Nope. I, once it gets dark out, I'm like, and you will you can ask anyone in my family. When I was younger, I had my bedtime was nine o'clock, and as soon as it hit nine o'clock, I would look at my mom and be like, Okay, time for bed. Like I like <laughs> waited for bedtime. Like I I don't know. I don't know how I was with bedtime. My parents weren't I don't remember them being like super strict about it. I'm sure when I was really little, they more so were my, but it was very obvious. Like if I was tired, I would just go to bed. So mm -hmm. like, it was kind of a running joke that if we were out at like dinner, like at a restaurant or like a family event or something, if I would get tired, I would just like crawl under the table yeah. and just fall asleep yep. there and be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Just like, it's fine. She's just sleeping. Yep. I've never been uh, felt much pressure from societal norms to not do what self care I needed yep. from a very young age. Uh, so, and I'm kind of the same way now, except like I will stay up because I have terrible FOMO. And if I'm having a good time and I'm like doing stuff, even if I'm not really doing stuff, I'm just like, I've seen those memes or whatever that say like we end up staying up late because we feel like we're not like satisfied with all that we're getting done yeah. in our lives. So we stay up late trying to like, make up for all that time we spend at work and not doing stuff for ourselves but like realistically and i'm sure this is true for others too i'm scrolling on my phone or watching some stupid tv and just not getting enough sleep yep. to wake up easily early the next day and yep. i'm like somewhere in here there's some balance that i'm not I've quite really hitting. been trying to um like turn like I, I go to bed and i'll like watch something on my tv but i've really been trying to um i, da I downloaded and subscribed to the calm app Mm. So I've really been trying to like listen to a sleep story before bed. So like I'm like not a Matthew McConaughey mm. sleep story. Yes, <laughs> or Cillian Murphy. Mm. Oh, I love them both. But like I really like the sleep stories because when I was younger and I used to go to bed. Um, Do you have a Teddy Ruxpin? No, wasn't that the <laughs> the bear that... that had the cassette tape? Yes. In it? <laughs> no, I didn't have that. <laughs> but I had a like a boombox at the end of my bed, and uh, we my parents used to have the Disney read alongs. 
and okay. I would always listen to Toy Story read along. Like I could recite it to you oh, right you're now so if you young. really wanted to. <laughs> so like I, my and I'm so used to like listening to something when I'm falling asleep, which mm-hmm. helped me fall asleep. So like when I found sleep stories, I was like, this is perfect. Like yeah. this is good that I can listen to these stories and that just a bedtime story. Yeah, exactly. And they're just like so calming and like before they're always like you know get comfortable in your bed and take a deep breath and they like are very. <sighs> Yeah, I'm like, that's exactly what I need. So I really enjoy it. And like, it's not like I'm staring at my my like right, phone or my computer. Like, I'm just listening. And I used to do that when I was babysitting, too. I would like tell kids when they like had trouble sleeping. I'm like, make up a story in your head. Yeah. Like, think of something that huh. you want to happen. And then you'll start dreaming about that little story that you're making up in your head. Oh, wow. You actually right? might be good with kids. And that's as far as I get. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. why I don't babysit anymore. <laughs> I need something like that. I've gotten in a bad habit. Sometimes I put on a podcast. I've had a bad habit. We don't have a TV in our room, but like I'll put on Netflix on a tablet or something. And honestly, I don't watch it. I'll put on. Yeah, I you use, just listen to it. I use an eye mask, which yeah. like highly recommend eye masks when you My can find one that fits well. They are wonderful um and great for travel because i have a really mm-hmm. hard time sleeping when i'm not in my bed yeah like i'll fall asleep i just won't sleep enough um and that's helped a lot but um we've currently because obviously one of the difficult things about sharing a life with someone is that sometimes you have some different habits for things yes. um and we've been in a bit of a disagreement about what to listen to not the netflix stuff tom doesn't care he lets me do whatever i want with that but like um we live on a busy road. Yeah. And I am not used to sleeping in complete silence. I get weirded out by it. Oh, I like, love it. Even if we go camping, we usually go in the summer where there's a lot of noise, like crickets and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I am not used to sleeping in like complete silence. And then complete silence, but also with the occasional car or loud truckers yeah. going by, like really, it just doesn't work for me. I'm not used to it. So we have like this air purifier that I will grant you doesn't sound great, but mm-hmm. the noise it makes to me is very white noise and just like covers everything up. And I sleep so much better with it. Yeah. But Tom like wants to not need that, even though he does. And half the time, if we like put, turn it off and try to sleep in the middle of the night, he'll end up getting up and turning it on for him, yeah. not for me. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't care. Like we can try whatever, but yeah. like it doesn't seem like it's working for you either. So I don't know why you're fighting against it. So yeah. I think we're going to look into like a noise machine. I was gonna say, and they have different options. Like on the noise machines, it has like the waves and water trickling and anyone... a forest. Or... All right. If any of our listeners have a noise machine, can you please give me some recommendations? And is it better than just your phone? Because I have apps from my phone. But I feel like the sound quality isn't that great. And obviously then it's like I have it plugged in next to me. Um, So I just don't want to like buy something if it's going to sound exactly the same as my phone does. So if you have a noise machine or something along those lines, um, let me know what you recommend on that. I would like to know. Um, But so do you ever have to wake up like super like stupid early for a trip or something and find that you just like jump out of bed like so ready to go and how it's so different than like oh yeah when you just need to wake up early for work when we were younger we uh i mentioned last time that we drove like when we would drive to disney and we've driven to like myrtle beach south carolina and stuff like that so we've mm-hmm. like had to wake up at like 12 or whatever to yeah. to go on a trip and that was always like waking up ready to go or like to go to the airport which was always like super exciting you know, it, it was always like, oh, we're going on a trip. Yeah. But I just remember waking up for that. Um, now I even like getting up early to go on trips. Like last year, not that this was that early, but me and my friend Katie just went down the shore for the day. 
And I was like, okay, I'll pick you up at like 7.38, which like is early to go like down yeah, to the Jersey Shore because it's, it's only two hours away. But like, I was like, I want to get there early just to get right. a spot and, and get away chill. from traffic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, yeah, I, I'm, I love waking up early for trips. It's just like such an exciting thing, especially yeah. if you're flying somewhere or something like that. You're like, yeah, I get to go to the airport. <laughs> I know I have to go to the airport to pick up Tom today, but I'm not going anywhere. He's just coming home. But we, so he's visiting his mom in North Carolina. And when we both go, we normally drive because yeah. as I said, I don't love to fly. And then we can take our dogs. We wouldn't bring them on a plane. Um, so we normally drive. But to go to his mom's can be 12 hours. Sometimes it's not that much. But you always have to plan. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise, you'll get really angry when it takes longer. Yeah. Um, so we definitely, like, on those trips, we used to drive overnight. Like, back mm-hmm. in the day. Because, you know, we had we used to work in restaurants. And, like, couldn't take that, like, couldn't afford to take that much time off. So we would drive overnight to save time. But... We had to stop that after the first couple of years we were together. That's pretty much what we always did was leave at like, you know, I don't know, eight or nine or something and drive through the night and get there in the morning. And I had just do not do well with that. Like I, I wouldn't either because clearly I can't stay up late. Anyway. I know. And I can't sleep well in the car no. either. Like we, it's not like we had a terribly comfortable car. So we had to switch from that because we'd get there and we'd only be there for a couple of days. So I'd lose like a whole day's sleep. And was, then I'd be a miserable bitch if you did exactly, that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And by the time I'd be like kind of back to normal, it would be time to go. Back, so yeah. now I'm like, no, I do much better on road trips if we can, you know, I'll do whatever we have to with our schedule. But like, ideally, I love to get up at like 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And because we have to go south past like DC. So yeah, I get up at like 4 a.m. and just get past there. And then I feel like, again, it's just like, bonus time because mm-hmm. it's dark so then the sun comes up and you like stop for coffee and stuff and it feels like a whole new I day. love that I love like I know. getting out of the car when you're on a road trip and you're like ah I'm just gonna stretch my legs yeah stop here it's so nice it it can be um especially but when you're going somewhere fun I like feel bad for those people who have to wake up early for work and like that's just not how their body works I know and to be honest like it is all capitalism's fault (laughs) i will always go back to that because it's so like our bodies function differently and you can definitely like adjust but clearly like with your sister and with plenty of people i know like they function better at night but like like i could never be a nurse because i could never work like night overnight like like i used to i worked overnights at wawa not for long and only a couple nights a week and it was fun like it was interesting to be up all night like I liked the people watching and how quiet it was but I had to stop because I was like sleeping through my noon classes and I was like guys I literally can't justify this to my teachers like they think I'm just a bum yeah I'm actually working overnight and just totally messing up my sleep yeah I used to work overnight too actually I mean but it was I was getting paid to sleep so like in college I used to babysit so I babysat for a, a nurse and a doctor um two totally different families that's awesome yeah so like i would go i would go there at like six at night or whatever and the kids were young so they were in bed by like eight Mm -hmm. and then i would just sleep overnight and And get paid for it yeah and wake them up in the morning and either he would get home from work and he'd get them ready for school or i would get them ready for school and then i would just leave if anyone Um, wants to pay me to sleep i am down i'm available for the shift (laughs) yeah but no i feel bad for people too like i want to say like if you're 
a night owl, like try to go with it. You know, there's no reason to push yourself to be an early person. Obviously, like your work is one thing. And you talk might to, have I mean, to like, do stuff. Talk but... to your boss and see if you can adjust schedule. Yeah, like if maybe you can, can go, go in, in and they probably would ha- be happy to have people there stay later. Yeah. If you're okay with staying later, then it might it's always worth asking. Yeah, I'm sure that they would like that to happen for me since my people are on the West Coast. But Probably. I'm always like, just text me. I will figure it out during the day. But but if you, you know, if you can't make adjustments to your life to better suit your personal circadian rhythms, um, we'll link an article in our link tree on our bio um, to help you. Because I found this cool article about like ways to help you wake up earlier. Um, and like one of them is just like, why do you want to wake up earlier? So, like, if you have to go to work, that obviously makes sense. But if that's not it, like, is there a reason? Like, yeah. I don't know. You know, like, not everyone is an early bird, and that's fine. I'm jealous a little bit of night owls because, like, I do like being Same. up late. I'm just so, so unproductive. I have to prepare myself to stay up late. Like, people can't just text me and be like, hey, you want to come out? Like, you, we can't do that. You need to tell me, like... <laughs> two weeks in advance so I know that I can sleep for 24 hours ahead of time and prepare for my lost sleep of being up late. <laughs> I don't need all that. Like, <laughs> if it's social time, I can be social late. Like, that stuff I can do. But, like, I'm not doing laundry. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not working. Yep. I'm probably not even really reading. Like, maybe I'm watching TV, but I will start to fall asleep yeah. at a certain time. So it's just like, you know, I'll stay up late, but it's just, I'm not getting anything done. But like people who are night people, like that's when they do stuff. Yeah. And in my experience, at least the couple people I'm thinking of, they tend to be very creative people. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wish I was more creative. Maybe I'd like, maybe I'd be more productive at night. Maybe there's something there. Could hmm. be. I'm not creative at all, so. I know. <laughs> Good thing that we work in creative marketing. <laughs> it's daytime. And creative. make a podcast. <laughs> but yeah, we'll link this article because it says things like streamline your mornings to gain time, which I absolutely agree with. Yeah, you do that all the time. During non-COVID times, I'm not as good about it now. But yeah, like I pack my lunches like the night before and I try to have mm-hmm. as much stuff ready. The one thing that I will never get is when people are like, lay your clothes out for the next day. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to feel when I wake yeah, up. That's so what I was gonna like, say too. I'll be like, I don't maybe I don't want to wear that though by the time yeah, I get up. So like, that, one, not, that one doesn't really work for me. Workout clothes or maybe. something. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's something like that. But get to know your internal body clock better. So like I was saying, like there's some really actually interesting research that I'm not gonna talk too much about because I don't actually know what I'm talking about. But I've listened <laughs> to a lot of NPR about it. Um, that like we always talk about our circadian rhythms, which are like our sleep rhythms that are affected by light. Mm-hmm. Us looking at so many screens totally throws them off. Yeah. Like that's the bane of our existence right now. Um, but I there was actually I think someone won a Nobel Prize over this in the last few years that they actually found that like all of our organs and body systems have their own like circadian rhythms. Like it's not just our brain and sleep stuff. Like our whole body has like interconnected which would make rhythms. sense because they say like i mean try avoid eating after a certain time yeah. kind of thing because i'm sure different parts of your body are slowing down then so it's not like your yeah. metabolism is working as well or you know your right. liver if you're drinking a lot kind of thing and everyone's different so like just paying attention to what's working for you and what's not mm-hmm. and like trying to play around with it because maybe it's something you can change yeah and like maybe not and maybe it will always be hard for you to wake up early and you'll do it anyway but you can read this article and see if it's helpful for you and tell us like how hard it is for you to get up or like, are you productive at night? Like, what's that like? Have you taken melatonin to try to sleep? 
Uh, you know, I have just because my friend left some melatonin gummies here and they Ooh. were really tasty, but I don't feel like it makes a difference for me. But I have I've weird dreams on melatonin. So I have like, weird dreams every mel- night. So. <laughs> melatonin specifically, like I had really weird dreams on, um, but I can take like Z-Quil and stuff like that and sleep perfectly, which I've had people say that they've had weird dreams on Z-Quil. Yeah, um, some of that. Some of that sleep stuff can really mess with you. I don't. I don't really. Take I just too do much. it when I feel like I'm. I. I really need to sleep. Like when I've yeah. had like a couple of really light, light nights of sleep, and I'm like, I feel like I haven't slept in two weeks. I'm I like, could do okay, a whole episode on how much I hate Nyquil. I won't even get into <laughs> it, but they really mess with me. They don't. They don't really help me that much. Um, but yeah, check out this article. Let us know what you think, and let us know: Are you an early bird or a, a night, night owl? Bird. Yeah. And if you are a night owl, are you creative? Is this a thing? Did we just discover something? Or do people already know this? Uh, (laughs) Next time on. So I know, like, you're an active person. I mean, you love... Yeah, but you love, like, hiking. (laughs) You love practicing yoga and stuff like that. I, I don't... I love exercising when I find something that I really like. Uh huh. So like growing up, I, I I played field hockey. I played lacrosse. Uh, I used to cheer, which screw you were anyone. A cheerleader. Screw anyone who says <laughs> cheerleading is not a sport because I didn't do sideline cheering. I was like all star competitive gymnast cheering. You were like bring it on cheering. Yeah. Yes, oh my basically. god, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like I did a lot of things when I was younger, but I. And I love them all, but I also think that they burned me out of um, exercising because they go hard on kids. Because man. I was doing like sport, like school sports, and then I was doing all stars and stuff on the on the side. So yeah, like I was all weekend. It's crazy, and right? I think that's where it sort of started with my sleep stuff. Because for cheerleading, we would have competitions, and we would have to wake up at like five a.m. Yeah, and be awake, and like to I did get our not hair wake done. up at five a.m. <laughs> in high school. I was I woke up early for a high schooler, but not that early. This was like before <laughs> high school. This was like middle school. Oh no! Like we had to wake up early on weekends. But I just feel like that it sort of burned me out, and I I know that. I like team kind of workout stuff. So I uh-huh. like classes. Yeah. Which gyms for me are just hard in general. Cause I just feel like I don't know enough about working out to just work, do stuff at gym. Right. Oh, like just a gym gym. Yeah. Yeah. Plan so like, fitness type place. yes, exactly. So like I need class workouts to work out. And I think it holds me accountable more. Yeah. I mean, starting, so starting an exercise regimen is so hard and no one will convince me otherwise i agree i I did not play sports like at all i have some terrible stories about (laughs) me like sort of trying to play sports and totally not knowing what i was getting myself into i showed up to a cross-country practice i thought cross-country running was just like literally track but outside (laughs) i did not know i was so embarrassed i was wearing like denim shorts it was it was terrible. I ran like half of the warm up and literally cut across the field and You're ran like straight home. to a payphone and <laughs> called my parents and I was like, come get me. So I did not do sports in high school. I like, I don't know if you would call me active. I walked a lot and I rode my bike a lot because I went out like to hang out with my friends and like that was my main mode of transportation. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like totally sedentary, but I definitely did not like exercise until I got to college. Yeah. But I think like now, like you guys really try to go on hikes a lot, which like, it's just general things that you enjoy. So you go on hikes. I mean, you teach yoga, you practice yoga. 
So I think that you're cl you're more definitely more active than I am because you'll walk Tigger I mean, and stuff it, like that. If we're trying to justify the fact that I was completely not a team <laughs> player as a youth, then I totally agree. No, I think no, it's yeah. terrible. Don't put any kids in sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I. But it's hard. I just man. can't get. And I like I wish I was one of those people who could wake up super early and go work out and then I get know. started with my day because I do feel like that really does help my day. Same. I I try to, and sometimes we'll get up and go for a run. Um, you know, it might not be the most hardcore mm -hmm. thing, but I do love working out first thing in the morning. It's tough for me. One of the things that's hard of the many hard things besides getting up and actually yeah. going out <laughs> is um. I have to eat before I work out. Um, so like, I don't have enough time in the morning to like get up, eat something, give myself a few minutes to digest and then go work out. Yeah. It has to be like, I have to either just go out or I won't have time to do it. So like, I can go like jog two miles, but I can't really do much more than that. Or I get, I just feel terrible. Yeah. And I don't know if that's something you can get well, used to. Well, that's the to. thing is like, like, I feel like that you need to find what your body likes like i don't right. like eating before i work out but right. then i also feel like i'm borderline dying because i'm not eating right but i like if i have too much in my stomach i just feel like i weigh 10 hundred pounds more than i actually do or like i drink so much water when i work out and then i don't eat anything so like the water is just like an ocean in my stomach oh, i hate that sloshy yes <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna throw up this water it's there's well just... and eating before you work out you have to do it right because i'll feel terrible too if i if i eat the wrong thing. Yeah, you're like, okay, like, that piece of pizza was not what I should seen. And I hate that, like, my body actually probably does much better working out after work. Like, when I used to waitress, that was mm -hmm. actually the best because I could work out at, like, 9 a.m., which I'd be getting up at, like, 7 so yeah. I could, like, eat, digest, and then go work out at, like, 9. And then I'd actually have, like, a really good workout. And if I do work out after work, that's probably best for me because I've like eaten throughout the day. I have a little more energy than mm -hmm. if I try to do it first thing. But the problems are one, I don't want to. Yep. That's the biggest one 100%. when I'm done work. Like, even though I know I'm going to feel so much better if I do Same. that workout, I just don't want to. And also I need to like time what I'm eating appropriately to make sure like I can't go from lunch to like, 4.30 or 5 with nothing and then expect to work out, I will feel faint. I'll yeah. feel like nauseous. It's but a full-time right job thing, to like is. figure it's... out these workouts. So like obviously there's so many people online now and you see like they're in such good shape and this and that. And I'm like, you have to plan so much stuff just around your workout, which is just exhausting. And I am a big person. I like to work out at like 11 a.m. So like yeah, it's hard because like it's the middle, middle of the work day for me. And I do, when it's nice out, go on walks around that time. Yeah. But I also need like the perfect temperature. So if it's too cold, <laughs> like my lungs feel like they're bleeding. If it's too hot, I will have a heat stroke. And that used to happen to me when I played lacrosse because like <laughs> my hands get so sweaty. Yeah. So like I couldn't couldn't even hold my lacrosse stick because it would spin in my hand. That's so funny. So ridiculous. Same with field hockey too, because I'd like go to hit it and the stick just wouldn't have I like would pay to see you playing field hockey trying to like hit a ball. I don't even know how you play field hockey, but I just <laughs> imagine the stick going flying out of your hands it's just, and like a and comedy. like everyone would be like, wear gloves or this. And I'm like, gloves are just like they aren't the exact size of my hand. So like yeah. it just feels weird to me. Like and I it's need probably to probably hotter. Yeah, too. I need to like touch 
I just, <laughs> I just need like the perfect 65 to like 73 <laughs> degrees to work out in. Well, if you go to a gym, then I guess. But like, I also it's... rather work out outside. And I think that comes from me playing right, sports playing outside. Sports. I, so I like going to classes. I like running. Um, and I will say like, we should do a whole other episode oh, just 100% on running, on running. because yes. like running is hard and I have always wanted to be a runner. I won't go too into it because we'll do a fight. I also want to be a runner, but like, it's hard to start. And I feel this way just in general with any exercise, like some of the things that like, because I didn't have any clue about exercise until I got to college again, like, yeah, I would walk, I would like bike ride and stuff, but like. I didn't really do anything. I maybe did a little yoga or like maybe there were some like exercises in like 17 mm -hmm. magazine I would try to do, but I would never stick with them. Um, but what I learned after a lot of trial and error is one, like when you're starting to work out, especially if you've never really worked out, like you're probably doing too much yeah. and too fast. Yeah. And it's really hard to like, know your limits and be like mentally and emotionally strong enough yeah. to like pull back on stuff because you want to like make up for lost time and you don't want to look dumb you don't mm -hmm. want to look like a noob but and you like, have to otherwise you burn yourself out and then you never go back how do you know like they say like okay keep your abs in tight when oh, you're I doing this and i'm like I don't know what this is supposed to feel like. So like, am I doing it right? Am I hurting another part Ooh. of me for like- When I'm in yoga, how I explain to keep your core engaged is to imagine that I said something really funny, but you're trying to hold that laugh in because it's a yoga <laughs> class and you're trying to be serious. <laughs> yeah. That's the feeling of your core being but engaged. But like, even like- for, But it's hard to pay attention to all those yeah, things like, at I one feel like, time. So when I was, I worked out for like a year at F45 in King of Prussia and unfortunately they closed, which is like, ruined my workout life because because you liked it i liked it and so you had much. a routine exactly so i would like work all day and then i would go there and then like i would feel so good and it's just 45 minutes of a quick hit workout mm -hmm. and i loved how they had it set up where like they have tvs so you can see what move you're supposed to be doing and it just keeps like looping so you know what you're doing and it had the timer and that's kind of like Orange Theory. Yeah, a little, and like I like Orange, Orange Theory, Theory and I miss it. has more cardio yeah. than F45 does. Like F45 had rowing or like in-place cardio. Right. But they didn't have like, like treadmills, treadmills and yeah. stuff like that. So like that's the only reason why I haven't gone to Orange Theory is because I just know that there's like more cardio. And like we just said, I want to be a runner, but I'm just not but see, at that, that yet. So that's the thing when you go to these classes and I really miss Orange Theory, but as I've mentioned before, I really hate working out with a mask on and I respect yeah masks and we should wear them and i will wear them anywhere i go i just like haven't wanted to Same. like push through that so i've just been relying on stuff i can do at home or outside yep. um but like when you go to orange theory like and that's one of the things that it that stops people from starting to work out is like those are intimidating classes to yeah. go to because they are really hard and they have a cult following so they people have a total cult following people that go there can be super fit and that happens at any gym any yoga class yeah. like i try not to let my yoga class be like that but like most that i've been to and you can't are. help if people show up and they're really good but it's still right it's so it's very intimidating but you just you have to you have to be okay with like pulling back and doing things at your pace and not worrying about like what people but the are hard thinking thing of is, you like, and like then like the coach is like oh you can do more and you're like oh i hate but that. i can't today yeah those are i don't it, you want to correct me on my form like please for the love of god i'm probably injuring myself right yeah. now because i'm not that good at most of this stuff so like please correct me but i'm definitely not like 
even Tom, my husband, like when we are doing stuff, he knows by now not to try to motivate me. And they're like, come on, just yeah. a little further. I'm like, I will snap your neck. And there. that <laughs> happened to me in college. We would have, I played lacrosse for a couple of years and we had a trainer and like, I just would run at my own pace and like, I wouldn't push myself, which like sometimes yeah. you need to be, you need whatever. But you, but like, you I just, know when to push yourself. Yeah, so like I to. knew when I wanted to run faster and when I didn't. And I was like not pushing myself as hard as they wanted me to. So he was like yelling at me and I literally was like, I literally was like, fuck you, dude. Like oh, I said I, that to him. I was like, I do the same thing. I'm very rebellious. Like if you yeah, try to tell me exactly. like what to do, I'm going to like push back yep. just because you did that. Yep. So it's not the way to like, I will personally motivate myself. Like I don't really, I'm not very competitive towards other people, especially when it comes to athletic stuff, mm -hmm. because I've just never been good at it. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to me, but like I'll get competitive to myself when I'm in the right place for it. Yeah. And otherwise if you show up to your workout, like you showed good up for you, yeah. that is so much better than I'm doing right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know that's what like, so like I have run a 5k before and stuff like that. And I have to set like goals for myself I when I'm goals. running. So like I'll, I'll run and I'll like, no, I obviously know where the end is or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, okay, you have to at least make it to that pole. And once oh, I, I make it to that, that pole, I'm yeah. like, okay, then I at least have to get it. And that's what I liked about F45 and their workouts is like, they're short, right? they're short. Yeah. So the longest you'll pretty much be working or doing one move at a time is like a minute. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you can do a minute. Like in my head, I'm like, you can do a minute. And like, right. and even if it's like, I can eventually only do it for like 30 seconds or whatever. I'm like, okay, 30 seconds, but you already did that once. So you can do that again. Like I have yeah. to break things down in my head. And like, that's what it's hard about other gyms is like, I can't work out by myself at like a planet fitness or just a general gym. Cause I'm yeah. like, I can't push myself like that. Like I, I feel the same. I, so I usually run the broad street run every year for the past few years. And I, hate, which I would love to run. We'll do it. You'll do it. Oh, will yeah, I? <laughs> you will. You'll see. See, it's, that's the thing. It's like, I, it's I, fun. I used all my sports were running. So I like, right. For years I was running miles a day. Yeah. And not by choice. It was like just playing the sport was a distraction of me from running. Right. So just straight running. I like, well, and that's the thing, like, and that's why I can enjoy running outside. And it has been a hard one battle to even enjoy it as much as I do, which is not all the time, yeah. but, um, outside I do the same thing of mm -hmm. like, you know, get to this place or like, Oh, I'm at this area. Oh, I can walk when I hit this yeah. spot, but like on a treadmill when I've been training for broad street, cause normally I have to start training in January, which I would much rather be outside mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. in the winter than in the summer for some of that stuff. Like I don't do well in the heat. But sometimes the weather just does not cooperate. You need cooperate. that perfect temperature too. See, I'm oh, I, you. I know, I do. <laughs> um, my perfect temperature is more like 45, 55 <laughs> though. Um, I get hot. <laughs> but I would have to do some runs on a treadmill. Like it was mm -hmm. just unavoidable to like keep up with my training. Yeah. And honestly, like don't take training advice from me. I'm, I get very lazy and skip a lot of workouts yep. and, you know, get mad at myself later about it. But it's okay because I also forgive myself. Um, oh, yeah, that's what, that's what you need. But though. I would do like a few runs on a treadmill and I could get like one or two, like really good runs on a treadmill where I'd feel great. And yes, then, like, same. then I go back another time. And I'd be like, God, I hate my life. The, the dreadmill as people call yes, it is yes. like so accurate. And I feel the same. Like I used to go. So when I first started getting into like regular exercise, I was probably in my mid twenties, um, like young, like 23, 24. And I was just like, 
I had a really big like health turnaround yeah. around then. I just realized like my diet and exercise were like not good mm -hmm. and I wanted to like be better. I just wanted to yeah. feel better. Um, so I started going to uh, retro fitness, which I really miss. I really loved retro yeah. fitness. Um, my, my old one closed, uh, but I was waitressing. So again, I could go at like 10 a.m. So I would go at these really off times when it was really empty. It was just like old people yep. and like a couple like personal trainer, gym rat type people. So it was nice, but it was like, even then it was very intimidating to go because I just had no idea what I was doing. I could get on the elliptical just fine, but like if I wanted to play around with weights or something, like I'd get really nervous and shy and it would yeah. stop me from doing stuff. But what I made my rule to myself and I'll stand by this as like a good way to get going is like promise yourself that you're just gonna show up. And if you show up to the gym or show up to wherever you're gonna run or whatever you're gonna do, and you decide once you get there that you wanna turn around and go home, turn around and go home, but like go. Yeah. Because most of the time you're probably gonna stay. Yeah. And I did that on purpose. Like sometimes if I really wasn't feeling it, I'd like go. And I think once I did just turn around and go home, just to, like prove to myself that I, I could do that if yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. And there were times that I also like went in and stayed for like 10 minutes and I was like not feeling it and mm -hmm. left. But like giving myself that kind of like permission to do it really helped me like not feel like Guilty such a about burden it. Yeah. about it. And then like, but I still had to get over, I used to wear like makeup to the gym. No, I fuck. No. If my hair touches me when I'm oh. working out, like when I see like professional athletes, like football players or anyone in the Olympics and they have their hair down, like <laughs> football players will have their helmet on and they're like hair coming out the back. I'm like, if that would have touched no, that I can't me do. when I worked out. Yeah, I, my hair needs to be pulled back it needs for to, sure. It needs to be nowhere around me. But and I when just, I see girls running without their hair pulled up and stuff, I'm like- Oh, that's weird. No, I need my hair pulled back. But like, I would wear makeup because I'd be, I'd feel self-conscious. Oh no, I, look, I can look as ugly as shit and do I don't you, care. I, do, have you ever seen me when I'm hot? I am very red. You it do is, get red. It is not a flattering look and I get very, very sweaty. It's not, it's not good, especially when I'm I probably struggling. look the same because I sweat I'm, all the time anyway. I'm sure the makeup like <laughs> probably made it all worse to be honest, but yeah, like, you yeah. know, but yeah. So, you know, it's, it's so hard to get started and it can be really embarrassing. Like I had a guy come up to me, he ended up being really nice and I appreciated it. Um, it was after we had both kind of like gotten used to seeing each other at the mm -hmm. gym for a while and kind of yep. doing the little nod. Yep. Um, eventually he came up to me one time and kind of helped me correct my form on some stuff. And like, if he had done that, one of the first times Earlier, I'd been there, yeah. I probably would have like really hated that and been really embarrassed. But since we like kind of, we didn't know each yeah. other, but You're we like, were like, Hey, can I just help you out? Like, I, I, yeah, he, he approached it the right way. And like, you know, that, that stuff started to help me feel like less self-conscious and be like, why do I care if I'm doing stuff yeah. wrong? Like maybe someone will take pity. And if someone's laughing at me, like they're just an asshole. Yeah. So. No, I, I hate like. I mean, we've said this before, like when people make fun of other people, but I hate that at the gym because like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure I've done stuff wrong, but I, I, you've I never just done wish, a thing wrong I've in your just, life. <laughs> I mean, at the gym, sure. <laughs> I just wish that like, there was an okay way to approach people like that guy did, you know, like after a while. And I wish that people would be open to, you know, just cause you watch something on TikTok, Instagram, doesn't mean you're doing it right. Dude, So uh, home workout videos are so, so hard. hard. So like, hard. They are way harder and probably like will hurt you I've much tried to worse. do that those like beach body things. My friend Caitlin's a coach oh, and she's I really good those. at it. So like I've tried to do them multiple times and they seem dangerous I to just, give to people. <laughs> I just can't get into it. Like again, I just don't have anyone to push me or whatever. Um, 
I don't like working out in my house either. No. I have a very hard time with my that. house. And is I so have old a whole yoga my, room. My floor bounces and stuff. Like it shakes everything in my house if I work out. So I just can't do that. Yeah, I, I hate that feeling. I do follow this one girl on TikTok though. Her her TikTok name is Miss Space Cadet. Her name's Erin. I like her already. She is so funny. So she's like a mom, and she started running, and like eventually, well, she signed up last year for a marathon or a half marathon, Ugh. and. But like with COVID, it was canceled. So she hosted, like she held her own where people could like run at home and like raise money for it because okay. she became really famous on TikTok for like being an average person trying to freaking run and how yeah. hard it is and stuff like that. And she like does a really good job of just like, she just keeps it real and like, it's not like, like she dresses cute. Like, no, no offense, Aaron. It's not <laughs> like she like, no, but she like wears sweatpants. Right. Like she just looks like a normal person. Yeah. And yeah. I like keep, like I follow her and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, if she can do it, like, I can do it. Like, I just, it's nice. it's hard to get past that point of. Right. Well, yeah, especially with like social I'm dying. media. Yeah. Like, I. Working I'm, out feels awful sometimes until it doesn't. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. And like true. you said, like, once you hit that. So when I used to go to the gym and run, like, I remember I'd run like a mile or two on the treadmill. But like, mm -hmm. at one point I, I ran like four miles and I was like, wow, I felt great after like running those four miles. And I like text my friends, like, I just need to tell you guys, I know you guys can run a lot further than I can, <laughs> but like, I just ran four miles and I was super excited, but I can never do that again. I literally <laughs> couldn't, I just, my mind just like let it go. And I don't know how to get back to that point of letting it go and just being able to like work out without yeah. thinking in my head, like, this sucks, this yeah. sucks, this yeah, sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. And people that are like, oh, I just put on a podcast. I'm like, great. I mean, listen to, it is that hard. Yeah. But like for me, I, I have to like either be listening to nothing or like some fast paced music I need to have some loud music where to, I can't hear myself breathe. It has to all. like match. I know that feeling. I don't get that hang up as much I anymore, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And that was... I, yes, had the same thing. Yeah. It's really hard. And it's, it's just like starting something new always sucks. Um, because like we said, like, if you're not immediately good at it, like, yeah, it's annoying. Let it go. And I, I mean, and I, then you do see all the stuff on social media and the people on there, like the influencers, Erin, Miss Space Cadet sounds wonderful. I'm definitely going to look her up. Yeah, she's great. Because like, I hate the people that don't keep it real. Like I post a lot when I'm raising money for Broad Street and it's mostly me talking about like how hard it was mm -hmm. because it's, it's not easy. No, I, mean. I really want to run Broad Street. I just, I need to get past. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people barriers. walk it. Like that's the other thing. One of the things I'm. Um, like with running or any exercise is really just like we all start way too fast and like people yeah. dive into it. And, and just, that's what I'm used to because playing right. sports, it's just me sprinting back and forth half the time. So right. for me, it's hard to run at a constant pace. Yeah. Like I remember when we would be practicing, there was this one girl, Chelsea, who she was a year older than me, but she could run like at a pace and run forever. Right. Like she was so good at that. And I like, we like would an do, ultra marathon yeah, runner. Yeah, she could. Yes, she could run around <laughs> the field like ten times and be perfectly fine. After two, I was dying because I'm just used to sprinting. Like I'm right. good at short distances. I'm really fast, but I can't keep it for a long time. Yeah, and it's totally different. Like you have to just like go in slow because that's what would happen to me with like any exercises. I would go in and I would try to do everything like a hundred percent at the at the start which would mean I would work out for exactly five minutes and then need to throw up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So just like trying to like 
as hard as working out still is, because obviously I've not been working out that much. Like, thank God I do teach one yoga class a week because some weeks I hate to say that has been like the only real I know. exercise Jeff goes that I've been every getting. day after work and like I commend him for that. But I, 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 he's like, come with me. And I'm like, ha ha, good joke. I'm so mad that I finally got to work from home and it's a global pandemic. So I can't go to the gym like normal. Cause I always thought like, if I ever got a work from home, job, wake up, I would go to the gym. I would go working. to the gym all the time because I would need to like get out of the house. And it's like, Oh, guess what? You get to work from home, but you don't ever get to leave your house. <laughs> so it's been a, it's been a difficult year. If you have had a hard time exercising this year, like, or ever, like definitely be nice to yourself because it is not easy. I don't care what anyone says and like people that are in their really good routines. I would love to hear from people who like, we know a lot of people that like you say I'm active and I, I am a little bit. And I would say like one count everything. Like if you're chasing your kids around, if you're going that, for walks, yeah. like those are exercises. Don't discount that. If you have like a manual job of some sort, like, you know, it might not be everything. And like for as hard as exercises, like we should try to get some, like just to like, take good care of our bodies and mm-hmm. live a long time and be happy and healthy and stuff. But like, that's right for all shapes and sizes. And for the people who like are hardcore exercise people, like, do you, is it hard for you? Like what, what makes it hard for you? Cause I know for me, I'm still like, I would call myself a pretty novice athlete. I wouldn't call myself an athlete at all. So like for people that are like, what, what's hard for you? Like, is it hard or is am, it harder not to? I don't know. Uh, we always used to make fun of in college. We used to make fun of NARPs, which are non-athletic regular people. And oh, okay, that's that me. is me now. Like, literally, after you're done sport, you're like, you're a NARP. I and love I'm like, NARPs. You're right, I am a NARP. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Oh, I like that. Oh, ew. That's what you guys called us. <laughs> I like it. That's... Yeah. Well, I'm in that club now, and I like. I just want to be back to being able to work out all the time and i just i i hate that f45 clothes god damn it uh, by me and there's one there's ones that are close but they're just too far like i just don't want to drive that far and so if any f45s are looking to franchise you might have a franchise partner with a it is that hard I podcast have, um two dollars to give you <laughs> we have earned like almost a dollar fifty yeah. so like yeah. we're well on our way I am, I'm going to make sure we throw this other article into our link um, because I wanted to hate this article about like why working out is hard when I first read it. Wow, look at the article name. Why is it so hard for you to exercise? It literally is the name of our podcast. But like the opening part was basically like, you're just not committed enough to it. And I was like, fuck you article. Like, (laughs) but then I read it and actually the tips were like, really good and they were super accurate well like, committed to a routine makes sense for like what we just talked about sleeping like you need to have a sleep routine yeah you just need to do things for a and, couple weeks to get into it and and they say like ease into routine which i am 100 percent like go way slower yeah. than you think you need to like much slower that's than you what think i started doing to. like when i started going to the gym like i went like maybe twice a week and then i was like you know i'm gonna go one more day and then you go three days a week and you right. just slowly yeah. start enjoying it more. and like not overdo it um change things up like find Finding what you like to do, not classes, not doing stuff you hate. Like, um, so as much as I didn't like the intro to this article, then I read it and I was like, okay, I actually agree with all of this. And these have definitely been things, um, that have helped me like find your motivation, you know, like broad street has always been a good motivation because I raise money for people with cancer and I'm like, okay, like as soon as I commit to that, then I'm like, 
this is bigger than me yeah. and it makes me, you know, like I might not take care of myself just for myself, but I'll take care of myself if it helps other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll make sure to, to link this in case you're like finding it hard to get into your own exercise routine, but like be nice to yourself. Cause that is just like super hard. Don't get hung up on what other people are doing because that is just like a recipe for disaster. Like if that motivates you, that's fine. Like some people get super jazzed and motivated mm -hmm. by like the people around them. And that is great. I do too a little bit. Like I like that part of yeah. class a little bit. It's not my, my whole thing, but, um, if that does not make you feel good, then like don't work do out that. on your own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you need to work out on your own, you need to work out on your own. I like having the people around me who like make it fun to work out, which is yeah. probably stems from me being like team teens. sports. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I wish there was more like adult pickup for people who to do like sports. Yeah, to do like bat like yeah. just because every old like pickup stuff now is like people who played like D one sports and they're still like What does D one mean? Division one. Like is that like the good? top yeah top oh, okay. tier. Like I played D three, like the bottom. <laughs> like so like people who played like almost professional in their sport basically at that oh, point. That's, you know, so it's yeah. like the really, really good people. So when D three people come in, it's always like I just did it for fun. I should have looked know? it up, but you know, in like Finland, they like put a lot of like tax money into like public like exercise and sports equipment so that people can just go do that. And like our culture does not make this easy. So like no. we do not prioritize this stuff either because that sounds like way more fun to go. Like I'm not a really yeah, like, team I'd person, go but play, I know that a lot of people I'd rather are. go play the sport and get my workout that way. But there's just nowhere to really do that without like, well, I mean, still being really good at it. If we're starting and it is that hard sports team, what sport should it be? <laughs> you guys DM us and let us know what sport you're trying to play, and uh, we will probably yeah. not. Because we it'll can be put hard, our two dollars but... to sponsor your team. Yes, if you have a club. Yeah, and tell put us put our logo somewhere. <laughs> tell us what's hard for you about exercise, or what's made it less hard. Because like I could use some tips. Not even I mean, exercise. I mean, like, do you have a sleeper team? Yeah, we're getting Are birds terrorizing your house. Tell us all about it. We want to hear and we want to hear what else is hard for you so that we can talk about it and commiserate with you and try to find some solution so that even if it is hard and maybe doesn't suck, quite we can as do much, that together. Yeah, we're here for you. Yeah. Have a good week, guys. <laughs> Bye.